genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one fully inspirational speech at a time. This is like the second inspirational speech. Yes. <laughs> this is the last good one. The last whoa, great whoa, inspirational whoa, speech. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, a conversation no. between friends is not a speech. It's a dialogue. Okay, fine. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is <laughs> our good friend, Scott Corelli. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I have so no inspirational hostility. speeches for either of you. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, Only a fine. conversation between friends. <laughs> there we go. And today we're talking about minute 202, <laughs> which starts with Aragorn finishing his line from yesterday. A day may come when the courage of men fails. And then it ends with Legolas, Aragorn, and Gandalf just kind of readying themselves for the the army they see in front of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can see you can see Amor just kind of peeking yes, from the edge of the frame. I was going to say that behind behind Legolas's quiver. <laughs> always looking for Amor. It's almost perfectly uh, half of his them. face. <laughs> yeah. I spy. I just like I like I like Gandalf's face in that last one where he's just looking at it. He's like, God, those are some ugly people. Like, God, <laughs> he's, he's just, like squinting. Yeah, just like yeah, he's just like Jesus. <laughs> those are they're like walking horrors. What a nightmare! <laughs> My God. No, it's it's just that uh, the eye of Sauron is looking directly at Gandalf, and he's just ah, turn that thing off. <laughs> oh, he's just squinting. <laughs> squinting into <laughs> the. Can you guys see anything? <laughs> but yeah we get the you think when we i get came the back the speech Gandalf. yeah that's true <laughs> get the rest of the speech it's a good one for good sure one. right up there with a with the great inspirational speeches from from all of cinema you um you like the theoden one more that's true i this one is like boss it's good it's really this good. one's really good yeah this one's, this one's really good it's uh it's it's very um i don't know i mean it's 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 really good despite the fact that it's like exactly the same kind of like style of speech that you've seen in like a lot of movies before the 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 pacing on the horse leader saying like hey you're probably gonna die but it's good mm-hmm. <laughs> everything's good we gotta do this for the future etc um but it's it's done really well i mean you know it, it it's shot very similarly to the speech in braveheart uh mm, by that one yeah. racist guy um and <laughs> uh but but it's but you know it's better because it, th- this is better but um you know it's it is very it's the kind of speech that you've seen a lot but i do think it's a, a really really good one mm. Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, all the all the pieces of this speech just really bring together like a lot of what the movie has been building to in a good way. Uh, I also mm-hmm. like that he uses the term fellowship in the speech. Mm-hmm. Callback. Yeah. 
Um, I think the like inspirational dude on a horse where he might all die, but it's worth it for the future thing is a trope for like a reason because it works. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Also sure. his impossibly large sword. Yes. This has to be Brago, right? Yeah. It definitely is. Which just doesn't make any sense. What How did horse. you get here, Brago? <laughs> I don't horse. I don't understand. He made his way. <laughs> he found his rider. Did you know? Um, I just recently found out about a Lord of the Rings podcast, but all they focus on is like the horse stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's called like Shadow oh. Facts. Nice. And I appreciate that. I'm wow. sad. I'm sad that like either A, I wasn't aware of them before, or or B, they weren't around when we were talking about like most of the horse stuff. Right. Back in two towers. <laughs> yeah. But especially with the with Shadow Facts's introduction. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just thinking about this horse trying to get back to Aragorn. <laughs> right? There's a whole movie there. <laughs> Just much like Boromir's journey to Rivendell, there's an entire movie uh-huh. of Rago's journey back to Aragorn. Yeah. There's like a Damn. war horse style movie where he's oh, like Joey. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Has to fight off a band of orcs by himself at some point. Have you seen War Horse? No. Oh my god. It's really good, but it's like, I don't think I can watch it again. I don't want to watch an animal struggle like this. Uh Uh-uh. No. Mm. So good, though. It is good. People don't like that movie because it's schmaltzy, but it's like, I don't know what you expected. It's a horse movie. Of course it's schmaltzy. It's a horse movie, and it's true. Yeah. What 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 is a non schmaltzy horse movie? What like what that's a non schmaltzy <laughs> movie on. starring an animal, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. Come on, give me a break. It's a good movie. That's Spielberg, right? I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did yeah, what did, yeah. it came out during Christmas? Like, what do you expect? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I I'm on your side. I love that movie. I think it's great. <laughs> People need to nice. lighten up. Get chill. Stop wanting their. <laughs> Yeah, stop stop wanting their stuff to have like like ah, it would have been better if like the horse died. Like I what 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 like, chill what? chill out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know because like people are like ah, it's too it's too happy. It has too happy of an ending, so it's fake and it's bad. And you're like, what? <laughs> How about you get some optimism in your world and stop being bitter? Yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of movie do you want? God. Where's my edgy horse movie? <laughs> yeah, where's my edgy horse movie? Come on. <laughs> What's it got daggers on its on its hooves? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like beating up criminals in an alley. <laughs> it's, it's just like, an origin story for bad horse. Yeah, it's like Batman, but a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you thought you were gonna get away with it, but today is not that day. <laughs> <laughs> Nay, for I am here. <laughs> Oh man! So, a day a day may come when when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. He's not really talking to them. He's talking That's about good. Frodo and Sam. What do you mean? That's good. How how di- how directly is this lifted from the book? This speech is it like edited, pared down from the speech in the book? Is there a speech in the book? I think that this is this is pretty much just the movie. If I recall oh, really? correctly. Wow. 
Wow. I think there are lines like this in the book somewhere. Yeah. They're just like, they just like (laughs) went through the book and found like every inspirational quote that Aragorn says throughout the series. And they just laced them all together to make the ultimate inspirational speech. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is. Yeah. I I don't, it is possible. It comes right from the, right from the black gate, but. I think I think like a lot of stuff like this, it's an amalgamation of multiple things. Of different lines that mm-hmm. they just cherry picked. Yeah. 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 They do that very, very often. Mm-hmm. It yeah. works. Yeah. It works really well. They are they did a very good job adapting these three books. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they worked on the adaptation from start to finish. Do you? Yes. Do you know if, like, this, uh, we haven't watched any of the Hobbit stuff, but, like, do you know if Fran was involved in the Hobbit stuff? I'm not sure. Hmm. I'd have to, I'd have to look. I'm not. I'm looking up right now. Part of me is tempted, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, most of me is not to do it minute by minute. I know better. Oh. I, I, I feel like for the sake of your sanity, I need to step in and tell you no. Right? Um, Be like, yeah. okay. You can't host that podcast on my site. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fran did write uh, the, the Hobbit movies. Okay. She has, hmm. she has screenplay credits on all of them. Interesting. Is Philippa so. Boyens on them too? Probably not. Yep. Oh, really? Yep, she is. Yep, yep, yep. Nice. Uh, the screenplay credit is Fran, Philippa, Jackson, and Guillermo del Toro. Mm. Yeah, I'm curious how much of the original del Toro script they wound up keeping. I don't know. Because um, I, I don't know how late in the process they decided to split it into three. Because his was I, just two. Right. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was after, yeah. it was after Peter Jackson and them got involved. I know that. Right, right, but I don't know like where in the pro- where in the writing process or production process they decided to do that. I'm not sure on the timeline there, but um, yeah, because when they originally announced the movies, they announced it was going to be two. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. Right, right, and then they announced three like, like, like six months before the release of the second movie. I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought the second movie. After, oh, wow. I thought yeah. it was after the first movie came out, but before the second one, they announced there was oh, going to be three. Jesus, I don't know. That's... That's that feels terrifying. They should have just done two movies and then just like spin like, yeah. And then there's an expanded one. It'll be like watching three movies mm-hmm. when you get the yeah. Blu-ray later. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, release it theatrically as two movies and then just like, you know, beef them both out to be like six hours each or whatever the hell you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, may, maybe I just missed the announcement, but I, I think I was under the impression when the first one came out that it was still just going to be two. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. That was too long was, ago. Yeah, it was like, it was like seven four years was, ago. That, it was seven years ago. Yeah, that was, was this, a long time ago. It was the same. That, it, it was the same year that the Avengers came out. That was so long ago. Yeah, yeah. So eight years ago. Jesus, that's wild. Yeah, we're so old. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So, okay, so that was eight <laughs> years ago. So that means in another four years is going to be a Silmarillion trilogy. Uh, well, they're doing that that Amazon show. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't want us. I don't think they're. Really... I don't think they're going to do movies. I think it's just going to be that. Yeah, yeah. it's just going to be that. Amazon's yeah. just going to keep paying the Tolkien estate to be like, we're going to make a show. I hope yeah. it's good. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just for just for 
Fallen Angel Hot Sauron. No, I'm going to watch it because it's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> How dare you? But also, yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this Bonza Fellowship line, I think it's not just about him like trying to stir up these troops and the O's that they score. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's about him personally to himself, like declaring that he's just not willing to ever give up on Frodo and Sam. Oh, that's an oh, that's nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's what you meant. Yeah. To cycle all the way back around to the something I said yeah. like five minutes ago. Right, right, right. Yeah, because I mean the surviving ones are here, are all here. Mm-hmm. Formers here in spirit. Yep. He's got his bracers on. Sure does. I I will say though, when he pulls that sword and then everyone else pulls their sword, he pulls his sword. I mean, he doesn't have to pull his sword because it's kind of like already out. He's just holding it, so he just raises mm-hmm. it up. But when everyone else pulls out their sword, it is it is some of the most awkward sword pulling I've ever seen. <laughs> they all look like ten year olds like dressed up for Halloween, and they're just like, "Yeah, my sword." <laughs> Mom wants to take a picture. <laughs> ah. Ah. I was like, oh, the, most of these guys are not actors. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're all so very stone-faced drawing it's, the yeah, swords Yeah, it's very out. stilted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a 10-year-old like pretending to be a tough guy with a sword. <laughs> uh. oh, man. Then uh, when he turns back towards the Black Gate, Brago rears, which wasn't planned. The horse just did that on its own during Dude. one of the last takes. Yes. That's Ooh, awesome. That rules. I'm surprised that uh, I'm surprised he could keep his composure. I would be freaking out if the, if I was on the horse and it did that. Right? It's like, oh right. no! Oh, I'd be no. like, oh, oh no! What's about to happen? Is so, this I it? Mean, this is how, <laughs> this is how I die. Especially when you have like a four and a half foot long, pointed, sharp piece of yes. metal in your hand, right? Because that's probably the hero sword for the shot. Oh yeah, so that for it doesn't sure. flex yeah. around and look weird. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, so man. like, yeah, and then the horse rears, and he, he doesn't look like he loses his composure at all. He carries right through with it just fine. Yeah. But uh, Orlando Bloom talks about just like how close Vigo and that and that horse had gotten across the production. So well, this is you said this was fairly early on though. Right? Yeah, that this was fairly early on. That's true. But yeah. just Vigo and this horse just got along. Dude, there's a horse mm. movie in there. He bought the he, he adopt bought the, the horse. horse after the movie. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, I love this horse. I'm going to take this horse home. <laughs> what a good boy. Uh not to completely change the subject, but man, I really hope Frodo and Sam had like a nice, just a nice petty day when all of this was over. Just like, <laughs> ooh, I know, because <laughs> this is that, that's hard to look at. Um. Yeah, these uh, the the makeup job on these feet are incredible. But uh, who boy, that is hard to look at. I, I, I really hope they got their feet taken care of after all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like because soaked. this is this is them legitimately climbing up the side of a volcano. Hmm. And apparently, it was so steep they're actually on safety wires that had to be digitally painted out. Whoa! Wow. Which you cannot tell in the movie at all. No, it looks really no. good. Yeah. But they are on wires and anchored so I that can't... they don't fall. Okay. Like, oh, man. hiking and stuff is fun, but like when it's on a trail and I'm scared of heights. So, like, I can't mm. imagine climbing up something that's steep and then also wearing like prosthetic feet. 
Right, it's mm. just instead of like shoes, just like the worst possible version of those feet formed yes. sandals. Yeah, <laughs> which are not good for you. Eh, some people mm. swear by them. Yeah, but that's scary. Plus, like the rocks look really sharp because they are because it's volcanic rock. <laughs> it's like they're just walking up this, walking up this mountain with a. <laughs> With like they're they're both wearing like those Godzilla slippers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they got like moon shoes on. They're just, yeah, they're just like. <laughs> uh, did they ever make Hobbit feet slippers? Because if not, that is they an untapped market that that needs to <laughs> that needs to be rectified. They must have. They must have. Not only is this a volcano too, this is technically an active volcano. Is it really? Yes. No. Yeah. Ruapeo and the other volcanoes in this range are active, technically. Uh, where is this? Like, where in the... It, is this, like, uh, near New Zealand or somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, it's it's in New Zealand. Yeah, this whole movie was... Okay. These are... They're, they're right. volcanoes that are sacred to the Maori, <laughs> mm. which is oh, why you never okay. actually see the peaks of the real mountains. They're digitally mm. uh, they're digitally changed. Oh, because the they, peak... They didn't want itself. anyone to The peak to is know. sacred to the Maori. Oh. Hmm. So the the production agreed not to show the peaks in film. That's cool. It's cool that they even let them film on it. Yeah. I hope they were respectful when they were filming here. Yeah, they they talk about some of that uh, here and there across littered throughout the commentaries about all the stuff they had to follow for like the national parks and the and the Maori and stuff Mm -hmm. on all the land they were using. Yeah. They had to be very careful about how they left things. Yes. It is pretty crazy that after all of this. Uh, you know, there's that there's that shot of them like so the hobbits are like you know Sam and Frodo are like collapsed on the mountain on the on the volcano and then you get that big wide shot of like the 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 human dudes like getting surrounded and stuff and you can see mm-hmm. in the distance the volcano where Frodo and Sam are and it's just like wow everybody's so close together <laughs> like right <laughs> like I know that's like the point of the the end of this movie but like it's also <laughs> just like hey wow look at that. <laughs> Right? At least within yeah. about 10 miles of each other. That's the closest yeah. we've been in a really long time. I know. Yeah. Man. Since like the form of the fellowship almost. It's crazy. They may have been yeah. closer together around the time. They may have been closer together when uh, Go- uh, when Gollum and Frodo and Sam enter uh, Shelob's tunnel geographically than mm. they are now. Oh, because it's closer to... Because it's like right on top of Minas Morgul. Which is closer to Minas Tirith-ish? I think Ah. it's closer to Minas Tirith than Mount Doom is to the Black Gate. Really? I think if you look at at one of Tolkien's maps. Okay. Because Mount Doom is like out in the middle of Mordor. Yeah. And Minas Morgul is across the river from Minas Tirith. Because I'm trying to remember that shot of um, where where Pippin and Gandalf are, are chilling on the balcony and then the the bright green light happens in, yeah. in Minas Morgul. At that point, Gandalf and Pippin are closer to Frodo and Sam than they have been at any point before yeah. that. Yeah. Aragorn and, and Legolas and Gimli are still in Ghost Mountain somewhere. Right, which is far, far away. Ghost Mountain. Oh my god. Like Space Mountain, but decidedly less fun. <laughs> <laughs> all of these uh all of these uh orcs are holding these flags and in this wide shot because you can't see any detail in the flags like i'm just seeing a bunch of orcs like picketing just look like picket signs (laughs) right they want equal pay 
Yeah. I mean, you know, fair. Yeah. They're, they're working. They're, they're they're working. Just here's the thing: if 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 Sauron was paying them, they wouldn't be able to uh, have any chance of winning this army. Like, look, there's like twice as many of them. But if he had to pay them, there would be like maybe like a quarter of like the men that are here. Right. So you know, <laughs> yeah, because these guys are all in some fashion. A lot of the orcs are kind of magically compulsed to follow Sauron. Right. At least that's a little more yeah. explicit in the book. Man, which is why after the previous last battle when Sauron exploded the armies dissolved because they were no longer held captive by his power right Mm -hmm. and he slowly gained an army back equal pay for orcs and humans alike that's what i say (laughs) the one percent is definitely the elves equal pay for equal orcs (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my god yeah dude why I don't understand the strategy of allowing your enemy to surround you like this, like so blatantly. I mean, they are on very flat earth. I don't think they had much of a choice. Yeah. Because you have to stay tight to defend yourselves. Yeah. Where are all the horses? I mean, they could have rolled right up to the Black Gate. Yes. All the horses were dead in Pelennor Fields. No, they didn't. Not all of them died. Most of them. A large portion were killed by Oliphants. Yeah, well. Boo. (laughs) Like, they could have just stormed the Black Gate to try to bottleneck the army to only fight so much at a time. But it wouldn't look as cool. But it is not this day. Yeah. Then we wouldn't have had time for Peak Aragorn. True. I just, um... I like this shot because you kind of get a sense of, like, just how outnumbered they are. Yeah. Because... The, the army that they show up at the Black Gate with, I'm not sure exactly how big it is, but it looks, you know, smaller than the force that fought at Pelennor Fields. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be because and people per- a little bigger than the a little bigger than the force of of the Rohirrim that showed up for Helm's Deep. Yeah, or no, the the force of the Rohirrim that showed up at Pelennor Fields. Oh, I see. Like I assume that this is in total about five thousand guys mm. for the men of the West, and then. There's you think it's like, that many? And then there's like 30,000 orcs coming out of Mordor. Yeah. I don't know that it's 5,000. I was going to say like two or three. Yeah. I mean, the Black Gate's really big. Well, yeah. yeah, I know, but you can count heads. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you can still count heads. I don't think there's 5,000. I mean, this is, we're just talking about like one of those, like how many jelly beans are in the jar kind of deals. Right. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. It. It's it's a lot, but it's I mean it's nothing in comparison for sure. It's also hard to tell. Like you can count heads, sure, but I think most of the ones you'd be able to count are the Gondor helmets. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's really hard to tell where the Rohirrim ones are. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you can see you can see the little dudes. Eh, I'm not gonna yeah. count that. But. but like most of what you can see no. in that in that cluster is the silver Gondor armor, right? And I don't know how much they outnumber the Rohirrim guys. The other shots of the army make it look like it's pretty half and half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't have any other notes for this minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, our listeners, if they want to listen to some non movies by minutes podcast, they can head over to duelinggenre.com and listen to uh, some other shows like the protagonist podcast, The Doctor's Companion, where you can find more of Cassandra and Scott. Yeah. Uh, Tales from the Short mm. Box, if you like comics. Um, and give Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Minutes Live Play podcast a chance. 
nerds. <laughs> and Geek by Night. Yeah. And Geek, Geek by, by Night and Immunities, the two audio dramas on the site. Listen to Geek by Night. It's really good. Listen to I promise. It. <laughs> I promise it's good. Thanks. Not that I have anything to do with it. You support me writing it. That's true. But uh, yeah, we're all from the website DuelingGenre.com <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about what's going on here at the Black Gate. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.